0: Hi, everybody. You are listening to The Wise Woman Podcast brought to you by me, Erin, Rachel Doppelt. I am a spiritual psychology and meditation teacher, online business coach, and a guide for those who desire to live their most aligned, soul-authentic, and nourishing life, which truly is a unique code, a unique formula for every single person I spent my 20s living in Israel, India, throughout Europe and Asia, and I have my master's in clinical psychology and education from Columbia University. Everything I share with you is rooted in Eastern ritual, rooted in Western psychology, and has supported thousands of my clients and myself heal, align, and grow. I'm currently writing my first book all about connecting to your inner guru. I can't wait to share it with you all about connecting to your inner, most authentic, intuitive voice. This podcast features many solo episodes with me, yours truly, and also many friends and wellness leaders that are here to inspire, guide, and educate. May you get what you need out of this podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the wise woman podcast. So grateful to be present with all of you today. We are talking all about morning routines. I talk about the seven themes that I dive into in my personal morning routine and a ton of tips that absolutely have the power to transform your life. Because how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. Thank you so much for being here and may this episode serve you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Wise Woman Podcast. I am so grateful to be present with you today. We are talking all about morning routines. If you are somebody who wakes up anxious, if you are somebody who wakes up stressed out about the day ahead, If you are out of alignment and you wake up with lack of gusto, this is going to be an incredibly powerful podcast episode for you to listen to. This is a formula. This is a remedy, if you will, a proper system to show up for. Early on in my spiritual journey, I remember always asking people what their morning routine was. Because if I could just get my morning routine down then I would feel better. Or if I had this sacred morning routine, then all my deepest desires and dreams would come true. Here's the thing, at the end of the day, whatever you focus on expands, whatever you focus on grows. Your morning routine matters. How you spend your days is how you spend your life. That energy in the morning is sacred. Now, I struggle with insomnia. I know so many of you do as well. So as I share this episode, I also want you to take the pressure off. Everything I say is, is a suggestion. This is what works for me after tons of research and being the experimenter, the maker of, of my own medicine to know what works for me. And I share a lot of tools that have also worked for thousands of my clients. So I'm really excited to dive in. Feel free to take notes in your phone or with your journal as we dive in. So these are seven themes that I do every single morning and have been incredibly powerful for me. So I wake up to an alarm. Either I set the alarm or John sets the alarm. It kind of depends on who needs to wake up a little bit earlier. Usually John sets the alarm. And as the alarm goes off, the first thing I do as I become conscious is I try to come into my snapshot manifestation. Snapshot manifestation is a life-altering meditation technique the previous Wise Woman episode, episode number 70, talks to you all about snapshot manifestation and guides you on how to implement this into your day-to-day life. I attribute so many of, so many of the wonderful things in my life to snapshot manifestation. So as the alarm goes off, I try to sit in the feeling of having everything I deeply desire. What this does is it sets my intention for the day. It shows me how I need to show up for the day ahead. The amazing thing about snapshot manifestation, which is you feeling everything you desire in one specific moment, having everything you desire in one specific moment, it will always offer you course correction, and it will also offer you insights on how to spend the day. So for example, in my snapshot manifestation, I am a best-selling author. So it informs my day that I probably got to sit my butt down and write the book, right? And be really clear on how I'm showing up for the day. In my snapshot manifestation, my skin is clear and I am calm, centered, and present. So it informs my day that I probably need to have a sacred mindfulness practice. I need to likely... Eat well to make sure that I am feeling nourished. These are the themes that I encourage you to reference and make sure to listen to episode 70 so you can start implementing this into your morning routine. Number two, I try to practice some sort of breath work before I get out of bed. I highly recommend the yogic breath. So what I do and what I recommend to my clients, lay down on your back. And if you are somebody who typically has tight hips, bring your feet in Sukta So soles of the feet together, knees spread wide. Your legs are in a diamond shape. And practice the yogic breath, which is inhale, lower belly, inhale, upper chest. Long exhale through the mouth, release. Inhale, lower belly through the nose. Inhale, upper chest expands, also through the nose and exhale through the mouth, release. Feel free to roll your shoulders back and allow your collarbones to move towards your ceiling, towards the heavens. You can also stretch your legs long if that feels good. Sometimes I have my arms underneath my pillow, like as if I'm laying back into my clasped hands, or I also have my arms and goalposts to open up my chest and my shoulders. This is brief, right? Sometimes John and I will cuddle and that's really transformational for me in the morning too. It's as if you are starting the day grounded and held and moving throughout with this life partner is a really healing energy for me. So that's one, that's two before getting out of bed, having that long good morning stretch, breathing into the depths of my lower belly. Number three is I drink a glass of water that I lay out for myself the night before. This is something that really, it gets gets your body cleansing in the morning. It prepares your body for your morning bowel movement. It just gets everything moving. You oftentimes get dehydrated while you sleep. So you want to make sure you are properly hydrating first thing in the morning I drink room temp water, so that's important because you don't want your body working too hard to shift the temperature of your water during d- digestion. You just want to drink the water, get that hydration in your body. Sometimes I lay out clothes for myself. Sometimes I allow myself to stay in my comfy, cozy pajamas for the rest of my morning. It depends on how I'm feeling and where I am in my cycle, but this is Something I always recommend for my clients who are looking to get their morning workout in or fitness and wellness is super high on their list or getting properly dressed helps them embody their CEO. Guess what? You need to take a moment before you go to bed and lay out a proper outfit in the morning. If I know that I want to go to a yoga class in the morning, sometimes I need to mentally prepare and know exactly what I'm going to wear. Sometimes I stay in my pajamas. It's your choice number four and there's actually there's a lot of things in number four number four is when we start talking about habit stacking so habit stacking was brought to the world by james clear he writes about it in his best-selling book atomic habits if you're in my sphere i talk about this all the time the reason habits are so transformational is when you feel like shit, you are always going to default to the thing that you do over and over and over again So if you have steady habits and rituals, you are going to default to what feels good over time. This is when you use the washroom. So you go to the bathroom. I tongue scrape. So it's an Ayurvedic practice where you scrape your tongue and you'll notice that when you wake up in the morning, you'll have a lot of white stuff on your tongue. This is your body trying to cleanse and detox itself. I use a tongue scraper, scraping from the back of my tongue to my front, and uh, that's just something that I've been doing since uh, forever, really, like since I lived in India, I think, so for a really long time. I will sometimes also massage my jaw first thing in the morning. I sometimes have the tendency to clench my jaw at night. I've gotten so much better through mindfulness and generally just taking stress out of my life, which... I really hate when people say just live uh, a less stressful life. I It's like my greatest work to teach people how to really release the stress. And there's so many practices involved. It's truly a whole nother episode that we, we can dive into. Um, something that's been really transformational for me is I do have way less stress in my business because I have this amazing business admin and a team that supports me. That was really transformational. So luckily now I don't typically clench my jaw so much, but it's something that I would do in the morning. This is something that I highly, highly, highly recommend. So whatever you are working on, I recommend writing down your I am statement. So I am statements are used to reprogram the subconscious mind. They are mantra words of positive affirmation. It's something you recite over to yourself over and over and over again. They are Words to live by. Your I am statements support your snapshot manifestation. So know that they go hand in hand. Your I am statements are truly, really life altering practice. So here's what I recommend. Write down your I am statements on a piece of paper and tape them to your bathroom mirror. And as you are brushing your teeth in the morning, something that you do unconsciously without thinking about it at all, Read your I am statements. Make sure they are immensely positive. They usually are. So, I am a calm, centered, and present CEO. I am in a committed and loving relationship. I am a best selling author. I am healed and abundant, and I move throughout the day connected to God. So, whatever feels good to you, write these down, read them while you are brushing your teeth in the morning. And here's the thing that I want to add: there are so many things, I'm sure similar to you, that you do unconsciously in the morning. I open up my curtains, I make my bed, I like do a little bit of organization things without thinking about it too much. I, you know, put on a pair of socks, things like this. When you are doing something unconsciously, but you do it over and over and over again, just gently have it stacked on top, deep breathing. So maybe I will continue my yogic breath. Maybe I will just focus on inhaling and exhaling and extending my exhale. These are things that are quite powerful. You are relaxing your nervous system while doing your morning, habits, things that you do no matter what. You are bringing abundant oxygen into your body, into your brain. This is going to naturally slow down your flight, fright or freeze response. So that is number four. Pay attention to what you do and habits stack something that you desire right on top of it. So now we're at number five. And usually around this time, I'm moving into my kitchen I might be putting away, I hand wash my pots and pans, so maybe after a night of leaving them out to dry, I might be putting away my pots and pans, and I usually have another glass of water during this time. I have a Berkey filtration system, I highly recommend, it's one of my, I spent so much of my 20s as a nomad, one of my favorite things is having this awesome purified water, <laughs> accessible to me first thing in the morning. So... I drink usually my second glass of water at this time. This is so important, hydration. It's like when I talk to my clients and they're stressed or they're anxious or they're disconnected from God as they understand it. You have to come back to your basic needs. This is something I talk about all the time. Basic needs are your first chakra, your dhar chakra. This is the base of Maslow's hierarchy. So your basic needs that must be met. Safety, security, comfort, food, shelter. This means hydration. This means if you are hungry, you eat something. This means that you feel safe. So we come back to basics. If I'm exhausted, right? Like If I'm not feeling it because I'm on the path, just like so many of you, um, I am not perfect. And I think that's uh, actually why I've been successful because I think I'm pretty relatable. And I'm doing the deep work just like so many of you. If I'm not feeling it, and I need my cup of coffee earlier, I will make myself the damn cup of coffee. I'm not going to judge myself. If I desire it, I desire it. And during this time, I'll make that cup of coffee, or I'll make that cup of tea, or I'll have my glass of water, and I'll go to my office, which has my yoga mat. It has my meditation pillows. Um, I actually, as of right now, I have my meditation altar in my bedroom just because I have such amazing lighting in my bedroom. So sometimes I grab my tarot deck and I prepare everything and I move into sacred space. So number six is the actual spiritual practice. I recommend 18 minutes. 18 minutes is chai in Hebrew. 18 is chai, so it's life force energy. Chai translates, it's like L'chaim, so to life. You are literally saying, I am here to live, I'm grateful to be alive, and I'm going to make the most out of this current human experience. So this is the time I always open up my hips, I'll go into a downward dog, I will open up my shoulders, I will open up my hips, I will oftentimes do a three leg dog and open up my hips, maybe do a gentle pigeon, not a full pigeon, it's too early. It is so important for me to open up my hips, especially because everything that I'm doing is to prepare for book writing. And I want to make sure that my second chakra is open, which is truly the cradle of creativity. It's where epiphanies lie. It's uh, just a space that I really need to be open to birth this book into the world. 18 minutes is also the length of the most viral content. So if you look at the most sensational uh, TED Talks, They're about 18 minutes long. 18 minutes is an amazing time to learn a new skill. It's a digestible amount of time. So something that I say to my clients in the Align Coaching Certification, if you have to split it up between nine minutes and nine minutes, fine. It doesn't really matter. If you miss this morning part and you are hard on yourself, you are missing the point. The intention is to be intuitive, to connect to your inner guru and to focus on what feels good in your body. So during this time, depending on where I am in my moon cycle, if I'm ovulating, I might be more interested in an active meditation practice. I'm usually a little bit more gentle in the morning. So maybe I'll pull a tarot card if there's a question that I'm meditating on. I might journal, I might move into a mantra practice. I might do a little bit more snapshot manifestation. I might write out and do a fear inventory if a lot of fears coming up for me. Fear inventory is a really powerful practice that if you feel like you're having a lot of fear-based thoughts, write them all down, dump everything onto a page and then burn it. And uh, just make sure to burn it in a, a fire safe bowl. I might look at flowers and just spend some time maybe even watering my plants, It's your decision. Just make sure that it's an intentional amount of time. And oftentimes I always conclude with a silent seated practice that has been truly transformational for me. That feels really, really good to me these days. Um, But I, I can't really get deep into a silent meditation practice unless I open up my shoulders and hips first. I used to be somebody that woke up super early and would get in my three surya namaskar, some salutations. That's just not what uh, I'm called to do anymore. I keep it gentle. I shift based on how I'm feeling. I listen to my natural infradian rhythm, which is your natural menstruation cycle for menstruating women. You have four different phases in your cycle. I have a whole podcast episode with my bestie, Steph Adler, Um, so feel free to check that out about cycle syncing. My point in number six is I set out time to connect to God. I set out time to connect to my inner guru, my innermost authentic self. I set out time to be with me. And if it's less than 18 minutes, it just means that I'm going to find time later on. This used to be a regimented 18-minute practice, and now it's more in flow with my life. I might need to empty the dishwasher or fold some towels, or maybe I want to sweep. My husband and I are super hairy, so we have um, some hair that just gets on our bathroom floor. So maybe I will sweep in the morning and practice lower belly breathing. My point in bringing this up, you are the maker of your magic. You get to decide how you connect to yourself and how you connect to the energy around you. So that is number six. And then number seven, I usually either sit down at my desk in my office or I might sit on my couch if I'm feeling snugly and comfy, cozy. That's actually a really big thing for me. I'm always usually in layers, I usually have a scarf or a sweatshirt. I usually have blankets. Like I'm always, it's very important. Uh, I'm a projector human design, and I think there's even something to be said about projectors and needing to feel really comfortable. I produce different type of writing or different type of art if uh, I'm uncomfortable. So being super comfy, cozy is very, very important to me. So number seven is I get situated. And I answer my emails. I go into my Voxer, which my business coaching clients get access to me via Voxer. My line coaching certification, we have a Voxer chat as well. I might hop into my DMs on Instagram and see what is going on. I typically connect. uh, My biz admin usually handles a lot of my client communication and my emails. So I'll see if she has anything to share with me. This is a time where I take a moment to see what I need to really do and spend the day. And something that I forgot to mention, one of my clients actually brought this up to me in the last Align Coaching Certification call. and I really loved this. So I want to kind of rewind for a moment and go back to number six. When I'm in my meditation or when I'm preparing for the day and when I'm in sacred space, I will give myself time to think about the day that I have ahead and what I truly need to show up for. Do I need to make a dinner reservation? Do I need to take some grass-fed meat out of the freezer and thaw it because that's what we're gonna have for dinner? Do I need to respond to a specific email or uh, a client communication? Do I have a writing deadline? So I will allow myself to jot things down to organize the day ahead. You have permission to do that as well. And once you jot those themes down and maybe ideas come to mind, also invite yourself to stop so that you can get deep into your meditation practice. There's a difference between having a thought, calling it thinking and allowing it to move by and having a thought, realizing it's actually something that needs to be in your to-do list, writing it down quickly and then coming back to your meditation. As always, you have the permission to do what feels aligned and soul aligned authentic for you. So back to number seven, I, something that's really important for me is I set a timer for when I'm writing my book. I usually set a prayer, set an intention for whatever I'm focusing on that day. And I breathe deeply, set that intention and set my timer. Right now I'm working with like a 35 minute timer, 35 minute blocks of time where I focus on writing. And that's been really powerful for me. So those are seven themes that I do in my morning routine, and I will recap it. But here are other tips that I really want to talk about, especially when it comes to my clients and working with my clients. There's a lot of research about connecting to a loved one earlier in the day. So when you connect to a loved one early in the day, you're bringing that love into your life. If you live alone, it means maybe sending a text message to a girlfriend and saying, hey, hope you have a good day, thinking of you, sending love. It means that maybe you cuddle with your dog first thing in the morning. So just something to meditate on if you do live with family members or roommates, it's just connecting with them and sharing a little bit of love with them is something that can be very transformational into your day to day. Gratitude is something I always recommend. If snapshot manifestation doesn't resonate with you, maybe recite gratitude's first thing upon waking up. Gratitude for your bed gratitude for your home, gratitude to move throughout the day in a a way that feels good to you. Another tip I recommend, and this is something that I read in a Forbes article years ago, and it's called 10 before 10. And it's the practice of doing 10 of the most important things before 10 a.m. It's uh, the phrase eating the frog, right? So, doing the thing that you maybe are stressing out about the most and making sure you complete it early on in the day and you will have that sense of accomplishment. Something else that I do and went pretty viral for on TikTok and Instagram is salt shots. Here's the thing. My aunt was telling me that she wasn't feeling well. She was like trying to figure out what what, kind of what was going on with her. She started taking salt and drinking water with salt, and it changed her health radically. So when you have blood relatives and they maybe went through wellness ailments and they found something simple that worked, you might want to implement that because if you're genetically related, those themes might resonate with your body system. So it might be a code for you to unlock with yourself. So my aunt started taking salt shots. We, her and I both use Redmond salt, it's like the highest quality salt you can find. And I do this often in the summertime, especially when you're sweating a lot, it really helps me absorb more water and stay hydrated. Salt is a mineral, your body needs minerals. So just make sure if you choose to do this, it helps me feel relaxed and keep my muscles relaxed. Uh, Just make sure that you drink a lot of water with this something else I have a lot of of tips sometimes I'll do a coffee meditation coffee is I think a very powerful drug a really uh powerful it is something that is not for everyone and for me it's a really powerful substance that aligns well in my body for right now um So there are coffee meditations that I've moved into. There's intentions that I have practiced with. Like I'll hold my coffee and I'll infuse it with my intentions and then I'll drink the coffee. I think I'm going to make a whole nother episode all about the rituals that you can do just with your morning cup of tea or coffee. I will always have something like a scarf or lipstick nearby just in case I need to embody a different version of myself. Sometimes it takes just a little bit. Like a little thing to drop into my divine femme, my inner wise woman. And the last thing that I want to talk about is so often we judge ourselves for checking our phone first thing in the morning or early in our day. Here's the thing. So many of us live far away from our families. Like I don't live near my family anymore. And it makes me a little... um, It's just something I'm very aware of. And I like checking my phone early in the day just to make sure everybody's healthy and safe. So I get it. like I get why we check our phones. We maybe need to put out a fire at work. Who knows? Have a healthy boundary with your phone. You know what works best if you find yourself waking up and immediately scrolling and getting sucked in you may want to be more mindful. And and that's that, right? Just do whatever feels of highest good for you. So just to recap, when your alarm goes off in the morning, or should you wake up naturally, which when my husband and I were in Costa Rica and Bali and like some of these places on the other side of the world, we would wake up naturally when the sun rose. So um, if you're waking up, practicing snapshot manifestation or gratitude manifestation number two before you get out of bed do some type of breath work practice number three drink something stay hydrated put on the clothes that you need to put on to show up for the rest of your day to show up for the tasks that you want that you want to really prioritize number four habit stack um Take an already occurring habit and stack on top of it, your desired shift, your desired habit, like lower belly breathing to live a mindful day. Number five, I typically drink another glass of water and I do what I need to do to prepare to move into my sacred time. Six, 18 minutes, sacred time. Seven, answer emails. Do it like get set for the day. Set the intention for the day. Say a gentle prayer. Wow. So this is my morning routine. These are themes that I've talked about with thousands of my clients. I would love to hear from you. If any of this resonated with you, please leave a comment on podcasts. However you listen, please let me know which one you're going to start implementing. If you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, you get entered to win my free online course or you get entered to win my spiritual soul immersion online course, and you will get access for free. So please, I love seeing all of you listening to the podcast and how you are connecting to the material. I am so grateful to share this wisdom with you. As always, it is the greatest joy of my life to connect with you in this space, have the best day, feel good. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the Wise Woman Podcast brought to you by me, Erin Rachel Doppel. We release new episodes every week, so please make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review and a loving comment. If you desire to deepen your spiritual connection, immerse yourself in Eastern ritual and Western psychology, learn how to meditate, and find the best formula for you to heal, align, and grow, make sure you are signed up for my free manifestation masterclass. Four Sacred Manifestation Rituals, where you can manifest your dream life, your soulmate relationships, platonic or romantic, and reconnect to your highest, most authentic self. You can find the link on my website, erinracheldophelt.com. That's E-R-I-N-R-A-C-H-E-L d-o-p-p-e-l-t.com. If you love this episode, make sure to screenshot it and tag me at Aaron R. Doppelt on Instagram for a chance to win my free spiritual program, Soul Immersion. Thank you all so much for being here. Big love and see you next week.